Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Anthony's been listening to that little man in the sweater vest on TV. He's packed his things and insists on leaving. Son, where exactly do you think you're going? Your retirement plan is a mess, Dad. Someone has to get it all under one roof. Aw, oh, come on now. It's not that bad. Not that bad? It's all over the country. You have an IRA in Green Bay, a pension in Trenton, an annuity in Muskogee. You even bought life insurance in Honduras? Now why on earth would you buy insurance in Honduras? Because it was cheap. And Roberto threw in a free bottle of Herchata. Well, that's great, Dad. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to fly to San Pedro Sula and ask Roberto why he won't answer our calls. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. Words spoken, words withheld. Words. They are quite powerful and in some cases profound indeed. In fact, it's not just words that are powerful, but even just one word spoken can drastically change the trajectory of conversations and actions moving forward. And nowhere are words more powerful as to when those words are written down. You see, there's something magical about the written word. For one, since it is written down, there's a lot less chance for confusion or that that word somehow getting lost in the shuffle. Whereas a word spoken but not written down may soon be forgotten or worse yet, taken out of context or being completely misinterpreted or misunderstood. That's why we wish to cover in detail today part two of our written word saga, and that is what to tell others before you die and what you should put in writing. Now, while last week's show focused on what to tell your spouse or partner before you die, today's message is geared towards your kids and what they need to know before you kick the proverbial bucket. And it's not just what you tell them, but where in writing can those same kids locate all of your most important documents and wishes, and how are they going to settle your estate without a lot of cost, hassle, or surprises? So, grab a piece of paper and pen because you're definitely going to want to write this down. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, written and spoken word expert, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today, before we get into part two of our series on what to tell your kids before you die, let me introduce to you actually two folks in the studio. Of course, as always, America's favorite financial sidekick and actually helping assist with the production of the radio show, Miss Meek and Mild Mary Beth Combs, and we're going to talk to Mary Beth shortly. But in the meantime, good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine. Uh, just got back from Florida with Susan, went to Wally World last week, and I'll have to say 
Uh, Disney World is starting to open up just a tad, Aaron, so we were in a better humor. We went down there shortly after the pandemic kicked into high gear, and it was awful. Did I, did I tell you what how was bad so awful it was? about it? Just the ghost town? Not, not, uh, well, things not running right? Well, they were so serious about the mask thing. We, so we, you know, we ride in from the airport. We walk in this real nice uh, facility, the Wilderness Lodge. And it, and it was kind of a ghost town. There weren't many people there. I kid you not, I hadn't walked in three feet. And this guy hollers across the Wilderness Lodge. I bet he was 50 feet away. I had my mask just under my nose. Sir, pull your mask up. I'm thinking, okay, here's the trip. So you had to wear your mask everywhere. Outside, oh, it was awful. That so sounds they have, like a blast. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you who are considering Disney, it has loosened up to a tad. And uh, it's not back to normal, but it sure is much better than normal. I don't know where I got off on that. I guess just thinking about the, uh, the last week. And we sure had a good time, though, me and Susan getting out. Um, you know, this topic we're going to cover today, Aaron, it's a continuation of uh, last week, which was very important, what to tell your spouse before you die. And by the way, Aaron, won't you tell folks if they missed that episode, how they can listen to past episodes of the radio show? Sure, not a problem. Folks, if you want to listen to past radio shows, it's really easy. I mean, it's it's just really easy to do. Here's all you got to do. Step one, get on the internet and go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com, all right? Step two, right there in the search bar, just type in, the search bar is right there at the very top, just type in the worry-free retirement. Step three, click enter or search. Boom, you're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Step four, click on that. That's all you got to do, and you're going to find all kinds of past episodes of the worry-free retirement. Thank you, Aaron. So yeah, we started off the program just uh, talking about words and how important words are and words spoken, but I, I do think there's something about the written word. And so with this, although this is entitled having a conversation, you're going to find out today uh, that this written word, these things that need to be in writing, uh, this is why at Tony Walker Financial, we are so, so focused on written game plans and you would have to come and see our offices, but we have such a process in place that follows and monitors everything the clients want, their wishes, and then hopefully being able to quickly communicate to loved ones either before you die or when you pass away, and, and we are here to help our clients do that. So we feel very fortunate that we've understood the importance of the written word in terms of these game plans, and um, unfortunately, Aaron, I had uh, had almost 20 appointments yesterday here in our Louisville office. By the way, we are recording this on February 9th, 2022. Um, had a, a person come in yesterday who had lost their parents, one of our clients. And it was so nice. I'm not sure what they even want to do with the money. They're not sure either. But just to have everything laid out, we had everything explained so the young man could really make a wise decision on what he wanted to do with his parents' money. Um, but they probably could have shared a little more with him before they passed away. He didn't know anything. So luckily we had it organized and I thought, man, imagine if you, if they had this stuff scattered all over God's creation and uh, you young man would have to work on it on your own. Can you imagine that? So would you say in a weird way, you knew a little bit more than he did? That's very astute. I'd say I knew a lot more okay. than he did. And again, folks, I'm not encouraging uh, some of you, I know want to kind of play it play it close, close to the vest with your kids. I get that. But what we're talking about today is just giving them the basics. Uh, we have a new uh, document on our website. It's called the Conversation Starter at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. You can download that. But how do you at least know and tell your kids where things are located? So when you die, not if you die, 
they can locate those documents very quickly. So what we're going to do when I come back, I've, I've done something fairly interesting here. Uh, since we're talking about written game plans, uh, later on we're going to do a TV show here. If you want to watch the TV show, we'll tell you how to watch that later. I'm going to have a couple of our staff in from Tony Walker Financial. But for the radio show, I'm going to take that information we've worked on, and we're going to show you how important it is to have a written game plan and why you need to communicate to your adult child or children what you have, especially, listen carefully, especially if you own a 401k, IRA, thrift savings account, and what that tax tumor buried inside that thing is going to mean to them. So we've got three scenarios coming back that we've worked on. Really good stuff. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'll be right back. Whether you're a longtime viewer of the Worry-Free Retirement or just catching it for the first time, know this, you can watch past episodes and educational clips by visiting our YouTube channel. Just log on to youtube.com and search Tony Walker Financial. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am Tony Walker. In case you're just joining us, we're talking about the importance of writing things down. And this particular episode is dealing with what to tell your kids before you die, uh, maybe without, without not taking all your financial clothes off, but you're going to see in a minute, we've got three scenarios we're going to go through with that tax-infested 401k or IRA you've been hanging on to and the potential ramifications to your children when they inherit that thing and have to deal with all the taxes associated with it. But just to take a minute or two before we get into today's subject, we have our own meek and mild Mary Beth Combs in the studio with us. Good morning, Mary Beth. Good morning, Tony. I wanted you to share with us a little bit about what you've been doing here. I know you're working part-time, doing a great job just helping out with a lot of things here at Worry-Free Productions, but tell us a little bit about the projects. And in fact, my daughter Lacey's helping you some, but the projects you're heading up as we try to reach out to current clients to find out what they're doing in retirement. Well, the most recent project I've worked on um, is where I went out to one of our clients' house and talked to her about what her life looks like now after retirement. And what was the gist? I know the theme is game plans, but what was the gist that you came with? I know you're trying to learn this business too. You're kind of more in the production area and trying to learn retirement planning, but what was your takeaway after talking to this young lady about her retirement and things she enjoys doing? Well, that it's super important to have a plan and that you don't go into retirement just wanting to figure it out as you go, but you decide beforehand what you want it to look like. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we appreciate all your work. So let's see, Aaron, uh, when will this be on uh, roughly? When will that actual story be on? I know we're several weeks ahead of schedule here, but. So that story, if it's going to air in the following episode, that'll be on around the 1st of April. Around the 1st of April. Maybe okay. the, the tail end of March, like March 27th, something like that. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll definitely look forward to that. Okay, folks, so here's the thing. <clears throat> in our time remaining, I'm going to talk about three different scenarios. Now, there's all kinds of things. Again, if you're just now joining us, we even have something called the Conversation Starter. You can download at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. It's a tool that you can use so you can at least let your kids and your spouse know where all of your most important documents are, accounts. You know, you think about this. Uh, you know, I had somebody the other day that lost both of their parents um, at the same time, and they can't find documents, Aaron. Uh, the parents didn't tell them where anything is. So I said, what are you doing? And they, you know what they said they're doing? 
They go to the mailbox every day. They've been doing this now ever since they passed away several months ago, waiting for mail. And gradually, mail's coming in that might say, oh, okay, you know, they had a CD or whatever. And I thought, man, that is terrible to have to, and there still could be some things they miss. So folks, if you don't have a basic, just basic game plan written down and communicated to loved ones, you need to do this. It's a, things can happen at a moment's notice. So, but let's talk about your 401k, your IRA. Most of you listening to this show probably have one. Now there's a problem. And I like to say that that problem is something called a tax tumor. And there's a bigger problem because with the SECURE Act that was brought into being here just recently by Congress, the SECURE Act made some very, very significant changes, not to your 401k while you're alive, that thing still has to be taxed while you're alive. The problem is when you die. So let's go back in time. So before the SECURE Act, here's how a 401k would work. And we'll stay with the scenario we're talking about today. Let's say you have you had $600,000 in a 401k, and let's just imagine your spouse is already deceased, uh, whatever, you're in your 70s or whatever, and you pass away. And on that 401k, no taxes have yet been paid. Now, on the beneficiary, let's say you have three children, you've spelled out that you want 200,000, that's 200,000 of the 600, so you divide that out, that's three, right? We'll go to all three children. So each child upon your death, will receive $200,000 each. Now, regardless of whether we talk about the SECURE Act or the old law prior to the SECURE Act, the children could do something immediately if they wanted to, and they could just say, you know, if they came in to see us, let's say you are a client, they're gonna bring a death certificate in, we'll have Mandy Houchins, will have already filled out all the paperwork, and we sit down with the three children, and we say, okay, what do you wanna do? Well, obviously, if they wanted to, they can just say, give me the money. Now, write me a check and I'm going to cash it and put it in the bank. Well, we'll find out in a minute. That's going to be pretty expensive because they're going to owe all the taxes once. Now, in the past, if somebody said, well, I don't want all that money now. I don't want to pay all those taxes. I don't want that tax tumor rearing its ugly head. The children, adult children, could do something called a stretch IRA. Now, what a stretch IRA meant was they would inherit the money. In this example, let's say all three children didn't need the money right away. They open up their own IRA accounts, deposit the 200,000 in there. There's no taxes because they're telling the government, hey, I wanna stretch this tax over my lifetime. And then they would take every year something called a required minimum distribution. Normally that's for people that are 72 years of age and older. But in this case, since they're adult children and they inherited the IRA, they immediately have to start taking this minimum distribution, which doesn't impose too much taxes because it's spread out over their lifetime. Okay, well, the government, and my belief is they want that. They know that people are gonna start dying. They want that revenue. They want those taxes. The government passed into law with the SECURE Act that you can no longer, listen carefully, if you're an adult child or if you have adult children and you leave them this big whopping 401k or IRA with this tax-infested tax tumor in there, they can no longer defer those taxes and spread those out over their lifetime. Now, they have to take that money out. They have to, it's required by law, within 10 years following your death. So you say, well, I don't even know what that means, Tony. What are the ramifications of it? Well, first of all, that's why you always need to get with a planner like us because there's many different ramifications as we're getting ready to see. So what I did, we just kind of made this up. We've had things happen like this all the time, but I've kind of made up this scenario just to make it real clear. 
I had uh, Heather Hughes, who's our main fiduciary in the Bowling Green office. Incidentally, uh, I'm the owner of the company, obviously, and a fiduciary. Heather Hughes is in charge of our Bowling Green office, uh, the overall operations. She's a fiduciary, salaried. She does not work on a commission basis, so she has no ax to grind or no conflicts of interest if she's helping our clients. Then my favorite son-in-law, Trey, He's a fiduciary. He's in our Louisville office full-time. Same thing. He's a salaried fiduciary. And then finally, my nephew, Wes Walker, who spends most of his time in our Lexington office. Again, he's a salaried fiduciary just there to work in your best interest. So I think that's important to point that out. By the way, um, Aaron, I think you've heard me say this. This is not to, to poo-poo on or slight other advisors, but there's a big problem right now in our industry. And that is there's a lot of people, Aaron, rolling over 401ks, thrift savings accounts, and they're putting them into annuities. Now, there's nothing wrong with that on the surface, but these people are not fiduciaries. You've heard me talk about a fiduciary, right? Yes. Yeah. So, folks, I, I don't know about you, but if I had the choice between rolling over my life savings to someone who is technically not even a financial advisor, uh, I call these people annuity peddlers. And they're just going to slam your money into an annuity with no written game plan. Uh, if they're not a fiduciary, they're not regulated by law at all to work in your best interest. I cannot imagine blindly turning over your money to somebody like that. So before at least get a second opinion from us, I mean, it doesn't mean you have to work with us, but by goodness, if you're going to work 30 or 40 years and then in 30 minutes, turn your money over to somebody that's not even a fiduciary, and you might say, well, Tony, how do I know if they're a fiduciary? Well, you got to ask them. And if they say they are, then the next question is you have to ask them for form ADV part two. If they don't give you that paperwork, they're not a fiduciary. So again, please, 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 before you just rush out and invest your money, especially to blindly throw it in an annuity, get a second opinion from us. Uh, and you'll see why in a minute this is so important to work with a fiduciary. It's more than just about the products, folks. That's part of it. But the process of making sure you use this money wisely and you're good stewards of it and keep as much out of Uncle Sam's hand as you can is important too. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let me regroup here. I'll cover all three of these scenarios when we come back. Good stuff coming your way. What we're going to be doing, we've got a $600,000 IRA. We're imagining a person's in their 70s, passes away, leaves it equally to the three children. And I want you to watch how these three scenarios are totally different for all three children and the tax ramifications are as well. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. With the stock market at all-time highs and our nation's debt through the roof, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Now may be the best time to safeguard more of your 401k. Let's get started today by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. And uh, Mary Beth at the break it caught me and said, Tony, can I interrupt you real quick? So go ahead, Mary Beth. Let's go back to your story you're working on. We want to clarify something. I, just, I wanted to clarify that uh, the story that we're going to be sharing coming up, um, uh, she talks a lot about how uh, she's enjoyed retirement very much and wants to encourage people on pursuing their passions and how they can enjoy their <laughs> retirement as well. I think you're worried about them getting ready to talk about death and dying. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Yeah. The good, enlightening, uplifting story. Thank you, Mary Beth, for kind of uh, reminding me that. Okay. Here we go on our time remaining. Again, if you're just now joining us, 
An elderly gentleman passes away. His wife's already deceased. Uh, he has a $600,000 tax-infested IRA that has got a tax tumor buried inside that thing. Three different children, three different scenarios. Okay, child number one, give you the scenario. She's 46, married, makes about $100,000, joint wages, still working, of course. They have a mortgage of $125,000 and just a little bit in savings. And I see this a lot, and I think they've got some 401ks, but the point is these people now are getting ready to inherit $200,000, and guess what they want to do, Aaron? They want to, imagine you've got $125,000 mortgage. I call this found money, right? You inherit this money. What would you probably want to do with that money? Keep it or have it, you know, in yeah. the bank, whatever. Yeah, but have what about that pay, mortgage? Yeah, to pay off the mortgage. Pay yeah. off the mortgage. Bingo. I mean, most people would say, wait a minute, I hadn't planned on getting this money. You mean I could be debt-free? Absolutely. Now, there's a problem there, folks. Let's go over that again. $125,000 mortgage, $200,000 IRA, but if he or she wants $125,000, they're going to have to take more than that out because it hasn't been taxed yet. So we did some calculations. Leanne Tinsley, who's tax certified in our office, figured up, okay, Tony, if you want to take out that $200,000, just cash it out, live on it, pave off the house, have some fun with it. Your federal taxes immediately are going to be almost $50,000. How's that sound, Aaron? Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, you know, people that uh, win these big lottery winnings and all that, do you realize that about half of that money's gone in taxes immediately? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, additional NIT tax, that's a different tax that's been added on. It's a, uh, additional surcharge. We like to call it. That's 1900 bucks. State taxes. Don't forget those are $8,500. So that means about $55,000 in taxes. So they would net 144. So yeah, after they pay off the house, I mean, they got a little bit left, but not as much as they thought. Pretty surprising, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Scenario two, this is the second child who is again receiving her share of the $200,000. Now this child is single, doesn't make a lot of money, could really use some supplemental income. So you kind of following this, Aaron? She doesn't want all the money, but she could certainly use a little extra income. Right. Okay. So remember, she has to pay it all out within 10 years. You with me on that one, Aaron? She, this thing has to be liquidated. 10 years ten. after her mom and dad passed. Yes. It's okay. got to be zero, the balance. Okay. So what she does in this example, she gives it to us, Charles Schwab, let's say, and we invest it, and we turn around and pay her an income, and we're going to assume we made her 5% on her money. That's just an assumption. So we pay her right at $24,600 a year for 10 years, and then it's all down to zero. What would the taxes be on that? Not as bad. Her federal tax would be about 5,400 of the 24. State tax only $135. Again, this is assuming she makes only 60,000 in wages. So she owes additional tax of 5,500, but still out of the $24,600 she thinks she's getting a year, by the time she pays taxes, it's only around 19,000. You see where this is going? Okay, so okay. that's what I say, folks. The government, if you think what they did with the SECURE Act in passing it, and forcing beneficiaries to take this money out. Already, this is a lot of tax revenue going to the government, isn't it? Yes. And, and again, folks, think about this. If you don't have a written game plan, if you don't have at least a basic understanding of how the taxes work, if you haven't communicated this to your adult child and what children and what they need to be aware of, there's many things we can do to deal with this and head this thing off the pass, folks. There's no reason to bury your head in the sand and act as if these taxes are going to go away because they're not. 
Okay, let's go to our third scenario. Gets a little more complicated, okay? Are you following this? Is this kind of interesting, Aaron? Yeah, I get what you These three different saying. children. Yeah. And wouldn't you agree? I mean, most people's children, like the gentleman I met with yesterday, I'd also met with his brother. They had two totally different scenarios. He even told me that. He goes, you know, my brother makes a lot of money. I won't say what profession he's in, but he said, I don't make that much money. And so they're, they're looking at this inheritance totally different which makes sense. I'm okay. So folks, yeah, that's the other thing too. The, the, back to rushing out and just throwing your money in these investment products and annuities. You can't look at this in a vacuum. Everybody's situation is so unique and that's why you need a trained retirement specialist like Tony Walker Financial. I mean, literally folks, I've met with over 15,000 people over my lifetime of 37 years in this business. I've personally overseen more than 5,000 written Game plans. I mean, there ain't much I ain't seen. Let me put it that way. So you've got to get with somebody that understands holistic planning. They're not just going to slap you in a product. They really are trying to figure out how it's going to affect you and how a written game plan might be better in terms of communicating to your family what's going to happen when you die. Okay, here's the third child. Now, this child happens to be, we'll just say a physician, surgeon, whatever. He's married. He's 50. Now, after meeting with this gentleman and informing him he was getting ready to get $200,000, remember, if he takes it all out, he's taxed, there's a big problem with this gentleman. Because of his high income, Aaron, he's in the highest tax bracket. So do you think he wants this extra $200,000? Do you think he right? wants extra money? No. No, it's the worst thing he, he wants. He doesn't want a bunch of taxes on this thing. So he says, well, I tell you what, when do I have to take it out? Well, we tell him, you can take it out in 10 years. He said, fine. He said, that's when I was planning on retiring anyway. So that might work well. So anyway, he says, just invest it, which we could do that. He doesn't have to make any withdrawals. So what we did, we took the 200000 Remember, if he rolls it over into what's called an inherited IRA, there's no taxes. Does that make sense? You defer the taxes. <clears throat> so if we invested that at 5%, all right, at age 60, yeah, in 10 years, the 200,000 would have grown to around 325,000. Does that make sense? He didn't have to take it, didn't have any taxes because he's gonna defer the tax. It's now worth in 10 years, 325,000. He then is hoping he's in a lower bracket. So in this example, still it's pretty hefty. If he liquidates it then, which you'll have to by then, the federal tax is almost $60,000. It's a pretty big check. You ever written a check to the IRS for 60,000? No. Nope. Yeah, okay, most people haven't. The NIT tax, the surcharge, about 2,800. The state tax, this surprised me, over $14,000. You know, we talk about Uncle Sam a lot, but I don't know, what would you want to call Uncle Sam's the federal taxes? Why do we not have somebody in the state tax? I don't know. Cousin Larry? Cousin Herschel? I don't know. Cousin, I like Cousin Larry. Cousin Larry? That yeah. could work. Yeah, so Uncle Sam's the federal tax guy. Cousin Larry's over and on the son, state And Cousin level. Larry? <laughs> So out of that, let's see, I'm cheat notes here that Heather gave me. Out of that 325000 if this gentleman liquidates this. Now, wait a minute, let me say this too. These are on current tax rates, Aaron. In 10 years, let me ask you a question. Could taxes go up? I fully believe they will be up in okay. 10 years. I hadn't even thought about that. So yeah, we're assuming his total tax liability, federal and states around 77000 Heck, it could be 100, 120, who knows? So the point is this, I, I don't mean to mess up everybody's day here, but first and foremost, here's the steps you need to go through. If you're retired 
or retiring soon, let me encourage you to do this. First of all, you've got to meet with a fiduciary. Make sure these folks are fiduciaries. Folks, this is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make. Where are you going to invest your life savings for retirement? And they better know what they're doing. And the first step is make sure they're required by law to work in your best interest. The only people required by law to do so are those properly licensed called fiduciaries, which we are at Tony Walker Financial. Incidentally, a lot of people say, well, Tony, that all sounds well and good. And you sound like you know what you're talking about over there. But what happens if something happens to you? Remember, I used to do all those seminars, Aaron. How many times do people ask that? Every time, probably. Every time. There's always one. There's always one. And I get it. But you got to remember, folks, if something were to happen to me, which eventually it will, I have three salaried fiduciaries. And more importantly, we have a unique process, unique to anything in the industry called the Worry-Free Retirement Process We have our own written game plan software. We have trained staff. We are there to help you for the long term. And yes, we will be there to help you long after Tony Walker's dead and gone. So if you don't feel like you've got really an advisor that's thinking through all the ramifications, you don't have a written game plan that you can easily communicate to your loved ones, why don't you do this right now? Why don't you log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on that Let's Get Started. I'll be happy to meet with you by phone or if it warrants, I'll meet with you in person at either our Louisville, Bowling Green, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. Or if the internet's not convenient and you just want to give us a call, the number's 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-9255. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I sure have. But you remember, between now and next week, when we talk again, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.